Hey guys, welcome back. It is day 17 on the online Bible reading club and it's a great morning. I hope you're having a great morning and, uh, and getting to work and getting things done. Well, let me give you a, a little encouragement here. Uh, we're reading Joseph's story. We're in Genesis 41 and 42 and we're also going to be in the first uh, 23 verses of Matthew 1, uh, Matthew 12, 1 through 23 today. Well, in the Joseph story, uh, he's been left and forgotten in prison. And it says that, uh, he, well, he's not exactly in, a, in Rikers Island here. I mean, he's probably still in Potiphar's house, but he's in, been transferred. It's, not, it's unlikely that Potiphar believed that Joseph assaulted his wife. And so if he did believe that, he would have had him executed, but he just transfers him. He's under authority, but he's still taking on and getting more responsibility. He's interpreting dreams for these uh, guys who've been also in prison with him. And he does that successfully, but he gets forgotten in prison. The guy, the cupbearer who's supposed to help him get out, does not uh, do that. He forgets him. And then two years later, uh, the text is very clear about that. Don't you think about how, how disheartening that would be? You help this guy and he doesn't even remember you? Well, two years later, Pharaoh, it says, has this dream about, you know, good-looking cows and ugly-looking cows, and then good-looking grain and ugly-looking grain, and then no one can interpret it, so he sends for Joseph because the cupbearer's like, I got a guy. I remember now. So he sends for Joseph, and Joseph actually brings him uh, the interpretation. The interpretation of the dream is that they're going to be seven really strong years economically, and you're going to have this abundance, and then seven years you're going to have this famine. And so prepare, Joseph counsels him and says, prepare now. So cut back save and, and, and use this unprecedented abundance uh, for the lean years. And, and they, Pharaoh's like, yes, absolutely. So they do it, and he takes his advice. And, and Joseph, taking principles from God's word, actually the Sabbath principle, though the, the law has not been given yet, the, the law is still known, uh, obviously, by Adam, uh, and has been passed down as a principle that, they're, that some righteous people are using, obviously. So uh, this is the law of God. It's eternal. And so uh, you think of Chick-fil-A, and they do a good job of, of working really hard six days a week, and they take Sunday completely off. And, and I, the principle is for all of us that if we work hard six days, we'll have enough you know, to be able to, uh, to have that abundance. And so think about uh, Joseph is just so stinking righteous. And I, I'm, I'm really impressed with his uh, perseverance through all of the hard hardships he's had. Well, one of the keys to that, I think, and something you can take away from this, is his reflectiveness on God's work in his life. So look at the names of his firstborn children. He names his firstborn Manasseh because, in, this is in verse uh, 51 of, of chapter 41, it says Manasseh because God has made me forget all my trouble. And that, that's the, the word for forgotten and, or forget. He's made me forget all my trouble. God's, God's worked in my life that though I had trouble, uh, it is in the past. It's as if, it, it's as if it's never never uh, been a factor for me. And then the second one is Ephraim, which means uh, you know, fruitfulness. God's made me fruitful in the land of suffering. So as you consider your day, don't think of your day in an impersonal way, in a way of just like, hey, I'm, uh, life is happening to me, 2020 is happening to me, or 2021 is happening to me. No, no, no. The Lord is working in your life. He is bringing about things. And that is just 
oh, this just destroys me that we are so deistic in our thinking, in our, in, the, in our culture that teaches us how things are. We just we, we breathe it and it, and it and it you know wafts into our in our thinking, and that's that life is just happening to us. No, 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 no. God is personally governing all things and all of His creatures, and He's giving you troubles, but He also causes them to be forgotten. He redeems you out of those troubles, and He and He brings you fruitfulness. And, and consider that. And, and because of that, in the next chapter, Joseph is able to wisely navigate the heartbreaking reality and of his brothers coming coming up from to the land and to get grain. And, and he finds them, he sees them, and they don't recognize him. And he's able to take Simeon hostage and send them back with provisions to care for his family. But he says, "Hey, you got to bring Benjamin back." And he, and he knows who they are, but he's going to bring all the all the brothers there because he has a plan. And 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 they actually he hears them talking, and, and he and he and it breaks his heart because it because they're they're devastated. They know well we shouldn't have we shouldn't have had our brother you know uh, sold in slavery. We should have we should have kept him. And, and they, there's there's a, a moment where they're we're getting we're being uh, the, the, we're being judged here for that. This is what's happening here. So the, the Egypt has our, our brother hostage. Well, uh, they go back to Jacob and they get Benjamin, and they're going to bring him back to to see Joseph. And they don't know it's Joseph; he's a different name, and he's in disguise, right? Uh, and they 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 think he's probably dead and a slave somewhere. So that's the tension, and Joseph is wisely going to bring about some reconciliation here, and he's going to bring about. Uh, He's graciously helping them, and that's exactly how God relates to us. If you go to the 12th chapter of Matthew, there's some prophecy here from Isaiah that's quoted, and we're not going to deal with it all, but there's a lot of stuff about the Sabbath and doing well, doing good for uh, for for man on the Sabbath. Is it, you know, Jesus is, is re uh, he's helping the Pharisees understand that they've misunderstood the Sabbath if they think it's just about keeping. Uh, requirements and not doing well and so he heals a man whose hand is withered on the Sabbath and restores this man's hand to functionality uh, and that is a great thing to do uh, it's a great thing to do uh, now we're called to worship God on the Lord's day but if there's some guy who's uh, beaten up and, and, and hurt uh, we must take the time to help this person that's that's righteous so so as he gets into the prophecy about Isaiah he called uh, He's teaching, and he says all these things are to fulfill what was written by the prophet Isaiah. And I want to hone in on one verse. It says in verse 20, A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not quench. And, and I, I, I've, I've used that in my own life to consider Jesus as the one who, who deals with us kindly as, as we are bruised reeds or, or you know, this wick that's just barely holding on. He won't quench us. He deals with us wisely for our good. Remember, He is personally involved with you and me. And that is so encouraging to know that He's personally involved with us, but He's not going to destroy us. You know, He, he, will, he will fashion us into optimum, sanctified, Christ-likeness, but He's not, and that will be oftentimes painful and difficult 
But we got to know he is not going to crush us or put us out because he's he's working his his uh, his ways of, of reforming us and fashioning us into the optimum God honoring uh, image bearer that we should be. So that is so encouraging, and reflect upon that. And, and na- don't, you don't have to name your children after the ways God's uh, worked with you, but but reflect upon your days and, and name them and say. These are the blessings that God's given me today. Uh, as, as Joseph looked at Ephraim and he looked at Manasseh, he can always remember the story that God's been working. Be reflective of how God's worked. Be encouraged. And one of the ways God's blessed you is that you got to hear this today, hopefully. And you can thank God for that. And, and number the ways that God's blessed you today. Go in peace. I'll see you the next time on Day 18.